This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Welcome to another episode of the Wombs Had a Dream podcast. My name is Lee Finch and I will be joined again by Danny Baker. Uh, say it every week, if you want to come on the podcast, then get in contact, send us a message. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, uh, if you've got me on the socials, then do it as well. Uh, we'll have anyone on, any opinion, uh, and we'd love to chat anything Wimbledon. But yeah, so let me introduce Danny Baker. How are we? Good? I'm absolutely marvellous, mate. Yeah, really good week, actually. It'd be nice to feel quite positive about I know we're going to come to it but the Tuesday was was felt like a really really positive bit but anyway more importantly World Cup squad happy with it I am yeah I'm okay with it again it's weird two weeks to the World Cup and no one seems up for it like no one there's nothing like you yeah it's just a bit weird no it's really flat isn't it I, I mean maybe it's just me but I mean even at school normally you've got the sticker albums and everyone's buzzing about when there are people playing and there's nothing at all I think it's because football's happening right now so you've got the yeah. big teams all playing we're playing we'll be playing during the World Cup do you know what I mean where normally you have your summer and you think right there's no football and brilliant I can get down a pub watch four games a day do you know what I mean where now it's it's like yeah it's just a bit weird but uh, the only one I'd have and I said this to my mates is uh, Harry Maguire okay I, I wouldn't have him in the team. I'd have Dan Byrne ahead of him. What, What you wouldn't have him in the squad? No, what, he ain't been playing for Man U. When he has played for Man U, he's been appalling. Yeah. I know Gareth Southgate trusts him and he's played well for for England. But, and in the last tournament, I think he was in the team team of the tournament. But yeah. he's, he, he has been horrendous for the last few games. So I wouldn't have him at all. I mean, what's interesting, mate, is that normally he used to be 23, didn't it? He used to have two 11s and a spare keeper. He's 26 now. And what I was quite surprised, Conor Gallagher's a huge surprise. I wasn't, I didn't see him even envisage him getting close to it. Mm. I'm just surprised that with 26, surely you pick three specialists. You pick a specialist penalty taker. You know, if he goes to penalties, Tony, he's the best penalty taker in the country, if not the world. You you, you take him. Um, you don't necessarily need to. I mean, Conor Cody 
is clearly not in our best centre backs. He's going because he's old, he's experienced, he's got apparently he's, uh, probably similar to Gunter. Yeah. He's probably going for the same reason. He's old, bit of experience, can talk to the lads. He's um, meant to be really good around the place as well. Yeah, which which so again, if you're in a tournament, and again, it's different because obviously it's not Qatar's not a great big country. You're not travelling for ages to get to different. You're stadiums. away from home and you're for a while. Yeah, and, and got, you I need someone. You need someone like that. And I, with centre backs, as I said you've got Harry Maguire, Stones, Cody. You haven't got loads at centre back. To be fair. You know what I mean? So well, he's taking Kyle Walker, which is yeah. good. It's also one of them things you used to always be like, right, who can play him? Like he's obviously always he like he loves Eric Dyer, but obviously Eric Dyer can play in hundreds of positions or relatively average. But See, the one you mentioned there, Tony, I want Tony, I again I don't we were talking about this striker wise, like Abraham, he's not on great force. Yeah. People, people keep going, Oh, you've got to take Abraham, you've got to take Tamori, but they don't watch Italian football, so you don't know how well they're doing. And really, Apparently, if you're taking the best one smalling, you take. Uh, yeah, uh, Abraham hasn't been setting the uh, world of light in Italy at the moment this season. And Tony, he's kind of embroiled in this betting scandal at the moment that the FA are <laughs> investigating. So maybe that's he a is, reason he why. He is your best. And I'd have Wilson he... over Tony. Well, I think he, I think that was the, the conversation point. But I'm just, I for me, I just feel like in a 26 man squad, you can pick three specialists. I'm, I'm glad Madison's gone on form. He'd have got mullered if he didn't take him, and rightly so, he got picked. It's just a case of, for me, you, and the reality of it is, you, you're not really rotating more than 14 players here. Ben White's not going to get on the pitch. Aaron um, shouldn't be. Connor Cody's not getting on the pitch. Two keepers. I was just curious whether or not you take three keepers or you just take two, and, and then you can pay. You can pick a. I'd be tempted. Not. I wouldn't have taken Pope, and I'd have taken Tony, and I'd have had an extra forward, and I'd, I'd have him as a. Our goal scoring, it's a penalty shootout five minutes before Ivan Tony, you get on and get going. The problem with the keepers wise is that I, I don't think it's ever happened, but can you imagine taking only two and one gets injured straight away in a warm up when you yeah, first I arrive? I mean, walks, it's a, it, he walks I mean, down the playing steps, falls over or something, and it does or, himself. I mean, and then you've only got one keeper for the whole tournament. I which... mean, the reality of it is that literally in a 23 or 20, now a 26 man squad, there must be. You either take Conor Gallagher because you think, do you know what, we're going to get some experience in the lad and we'll take him with us, which I, if that's the case, fantastic. But there are a number of guys here who I'm looking oh, through and I'm like, you shouldn't really took, get on the pitch. I would have took Ward Prowse over Gallagher. Yeah, I like Again, Prowse. because of what you're saying about the set-piece specialist. Yeah. So you're, you're losing one or you're 1-0 in a game and you think, right, need him on 15 Ward minutes. Ward Prowse on, Tony Free on, you can take corners. Penalty to corners. See, Tony, I'm, you're, you're pushing the Tony. I'm pushing it massively. Yeah, I'm... I'm, well, I'm I'm, I'm, I want to take a specialist. Who, who, who's though. he going in though? That's the problem. And I know you're saying about. I wouldn't. Weeks, but... I definitely wouldn't be taking. Um, if I'm, if you're keeping the three keepers and you're adamant on the three keepers, looking at the squad, I'm not taking Ben White because oh, I don't see him getting on the pitch. He's the best player all. in the Premiership at the moment. No, but he's not going to get on the pitch, is he? I mean, he's but genuinely not going to play. He might do because he's he can play right back, and we've only got. Trippier I wouldn't. Walker. I wouldn't take Calvin Phillips. I wouldn't take. He's, Phillips. Barely, he's barely been fit. No. I wouldn't take him, and I would be amming and ahhing about um, Rashford. I think. See, my ones would be if I wouldn't take I'd, Harry Maguire. I wouldn't. I wouldn't take. I wouldn't take Phillips, and I wouldn't take uh, Gallagher. I'd take Ward. Who would you put in then? You'd take Ward Prowse and what? But uh, Dan Burn. Dan Burn. What? Harry Maguire. Okay. All right. He, interesting. He can play left back as well. And you wouldn't uh, take. You wouldn't. You wouldn't like. Um, Philip. I don't know midfield wise who I take, but yeah, Phillips. I don't know if he's done enough, but. Again, Gareth Southgate play, takes the players that he relies on. So fair play for... to Gunter, eh? 36, won't have a World Cup. 
I don't care. I just care about the money we're going to receive from. Apparently, it's five grand split between. Yeah, it, yeah that's no, it's, it's ten grand split between. Sorry, ten grand. So we get five split, grand. So we get five grand a day, which is all of a sudden, all of a sudden, oh my god, he's hundred eighty. If he's, if he's there, for, it still covers. If he's there for two weeks, chuck me. That's a fair old man. Well, they say it's going to be a minimum of 20, 20 days, so that's hundred k. Um, it's a weird rule on the fact that they. I mean, it is a bit odd that you're basically giving. Charlton free money, like they're not. They're not losing. It's not a compensation, is it? Well, they're not losing a player. I don't get. I don't well, get exactly. That, I don't get it either. And they've got about three players going out to internationals. I think so. Who Charlton have? Yeah. Mm. So these teams, like, do you know what I mean? If like Wales and stuff, you or some of the lower teams in there, you're getting some good. Like I said hundred grand for us now is brilliant. Hopefully that can go towards. I mean, that, I mean we, we, we probably haven't budgeted for it. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because of that, we know about. It. As long as we fill in the paperwork properly, which. Oh, I, do, I do worry about, but yeah, if we can fill in the paperwork properly and we can get hundred grand from him, hopefully that goes straight back into. I the mean, squad. that's a like I said, like, well, hopefully it goes back in the squad. We never know, but anyway, what what a what a what a a typically Wimbledon week, mate. Well, yeah, uh, Orient saved, I think, again, Johnny Jackson's possible job again. Uh, Weymouth was abysmal. I didn't watch it; it weren't on any TV channel, so I listened to it on Radio Solon. I did as well, yeah. And uh, it sounded good. bad, didn't it? The second half in particular, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah free I mean? kick, free kick. It free was just kick, all them. But kick. then I've looked. I, I'm very obviously, what's it called? The word I go straight in, straight away as soon as the game finishes. Very emotive. Is it emotive? I am. With you football. are quite emotive, yeah. Very emotional about it, and I go straight in, straight away. And then I've chilled out a little bit, looked into it a little bit more, listened to some interviews, and the conditions down there were apparently really, really bad. So they were, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And I think Weymouth played the conditions better, but people say, "Oh, you, you both got to play the conditions." But I think that second half, when the wind was blowing into our faces, pouring down with rain, the pitch was cutting up. It weren't great to play on. Maybe a draw. If you, and as Johnny Jackson said, if you look around the other results, do you know what I mean? Some big teams above us in the league, Lincolns, Cheltenham's, not bigger than us, but higher than us in the league, we're losing yep. to a lower opposition. I was a bit disappointed with the performance, but it, you can get over it because of what happened on Tuesday. But yeah, I was disappointed in the performance because, as I said to you, I thought we'd win 6-1. Because... <laughs> <laughs> but Weymouth are a horrendous team. They lost three two the other day as well, and I think they're a three 0 down in that game. It's a weird one because obviously, yes, yeah. There's again Johnny Jackson spun it really, really well, and luckily with the FA Cup, you always get a couple of guys who slip up on stuff. The reality of it though is that in the whole of the second half, we didn't have a shot at goal. Yeah, and realistically speaking, from the comment again from the one of our lads, Stato was there, and a few others, it, it looked like we were absolutely miles away. Um, and that that is a that was a real concern. And again, it is a it does continue to show, just like Tuesday did, that you know we are an inconsistent team. We're young. We've got things to learn. But when we get it right, we're good. And when we don't get it right, we're we're pony. Well, what annoyed me, and I, I I said this to Chris on the debrief, really, is that like huddling, we, everyone's thinking right. We'll back, put huddling in. Probably a perfect game for him against a yeah. non-league team. Do you know I mean, people say he's like conference level anyway, league two look like, do you know what I mean? So it's brilliant. Put Huddling in with Davison, uh, get balls in the box stuff. Weren't playing, weren't in the squad at all. We didn't get told beforehand that he wouldn't be. Do you know what I mean? Which I, I think that must be, that must be January. They must be thinking about it. Yeah. Well, Huddersfield didn't give us They're bottom of the league. They're probably thinking we're going to have a look at it. Yeah. Maybe, but I, I don't get why we weren't allowed to know. And then I said to him, the problem you got, uh, and uh, we big up such a massive, like Harrogate, we beat them 3-2, which we could have lost that game. We were horrendous in that game. Yeah, We win 3-2. We win it's good 10 minutes. Everyone's 
excited. But we go overboard as Wimbledon fans. And of course we do. We got bucket loads of spirit being plastered over Instagram. No. Do you know what I mean? I said the to him, the game, we papered over a lot of cracks. And he said, he did say, he said, well, we're not meant to celebrate a win. I'm like, we are. But when we then go to Weymouth and draw one all and don't have a shot second half, you've got to have the backlash of where was this bucket loads of spirit? It was a bucket load of turd. Yeah, so, unfortunately, but I mean, I guess like, like in many ways, like I said, it, it, it's opened up quite nicely on the fact that we've got a home draw. I was going to ask you about this. So they're saying that in order to balance the books on a home game, everyone's like, oh, it's the extra income. That's fantastic. We must be working at a deficit then for the Weymouth game. If you've got to give up half your gate receipts to the opposition. I've said this to you before. FA Cup actually ain't that big a big money earner, I don't think. Because a lot of it goes into the players. I think they get bonuses. That was a few years ago. I don't know if that's still the case now. Uh, also, you think when we played Tottenham, I don't think we made a lot at the Tottenham game because... Normally, they... isn't it? Isn't it 40, isn't it that the the game itself, they take all, all, the, all the take-ins... They then do all the expenses, and then we, after that, it's 45-45, isn't it? We, we and have 10% to the FA. I think we have to pay for their expenses as well, Weymouth. We have to put them in a hotel. We have to pay for them to travel to the game. Because remember, I think it was wasn't something there, to do... Yeah, wasn't, was, wasn't there a non-league team who had to pay Ipswich. for some team? Ipswich. Yeah, Ipswich. and, the they, and they Saturday. were coming, and it? they were like, well, play? what's the point? Who they played Bra- Bracknell? Bracknell at Sandhurst. Yeah. Okay. And, and they were literally, well, we're, we're, that'll kill us. Yeah, it was switch were like, yeah, you got to pay for us to go in a hotel. And everyone was like, what the fuck? Like, it was switch got a bit of money. Why are you? Yeah. So I think that's the case. Like, that's why I brought it up because I'm sure, I'm sure I saw that last round. So we possibly have to put them in a hotel. Do you know what I mean? Even though probably most of their players live in London or local, they're going to, do you know what I mean? They're going to. And even they, if not, by the time they come down, and again, if they, if you're, if the thing is true around, we need 6,000 people in a ground to cover the cost of the of the, the ground that we're using we're not I, I would be I'd be amazed if we get 6,000 I, I I'm, I'm thinking about coming At 15 down notes each I mean that's I, am sure, I can't imagine I can't imagine us getting 6,000 so we must I, be I working think, at a deficit I think it'd be close to about 3,000 on Saturday or Tuesday sorry Tuesday do you really yeah I don't think a lot of I, I, I'm thinking about going I am I think about driving around and going uh, but yeah I don't know if uh, uh, again the FA Cup opened up Chesterfield at home. Tough time, man. Tough, but I tell you what, there, there aren't going to be many other hand. If you had to hand pick some opposition, there ain't a huge amount of guys. I mean, that's a, a decent draw. Considering what we could have got. I'm not sure. I, I'd make Chesterfield favourite. Well, before the Orient game, I thought Chesterfield would have been favourites. You, you wouldn't have third wanted. in conference. They're third yeah. in conference, only below Wrexham and Notts County. But you wouldn't yeah. have wanted anyone in League Two. You wouldn't want anyone in League One. So I, I, I would have got... had. I would have had a couple of League Two teams over Chesterfield. Oh, right. Okay. It's interesting. 100%. But I mean, they, I mean, they'll be decent. I reckon the top, just... the top six in the conference <clears throat> is probably better than the bottom six in League Two. I'd have Chesterfield beating Crawley, Chesterfield beating Hartlepool, Chesterfield yeah. beating yeah. Harrogate. So it's a tough game. It's a tough <clears throat> game. But I think you're right. It is a winnable game. So it it's a 50 50 at home. It's an opportunity to get into round three and getting a big boy, getting one of the big heads. So, yeah. But more importantly, though, so we've done the, the Weymouth game, Leighton Orient. Did you go? Did you watch it? I, I watched it. It didn't go. It was outrageous. Um, I, I just it was one. It was a, one of the the rare times that it it, it kind of clicked. <laughs> Excuse me. I see, the funniest thing about it is uh, first ten minutes. I think 10, 15 minutes. It was all there. I, I messaged the boys and said we're getting absolutely battered here. Yeah, I this, thought that. Smith was quite, how quick is he? And then Bosch, they we score and it kind of hit them and then they were just trying to do. 
that we got told like Orient fans have had to get us for doing the dark <clears> arts. But all I saw was that Archibald kept trying to wind Jack Curry up. Yeah, Jack Curry constantly. just stood up for him, just took the piss out of him in the end. He had to go off. Uh, who is it? Prattley in the middle kept trying to go up against Pell, and Pell loves that kind of game. Yeah, Woodyard I thought was brilliant. Do you know what I mean? I uh, thought he was superb. I thought all of them were superb. To be fair, I didn't. I can't pick a player where I thought he had a bad game. The uh, only, the really. only player who I thought was a bit underwhelming again, unfortunately, was Paris. And the fact no, that he came off after the hour, I thought because he got booked, obviously yeah, bad tackle, but it was seven. right. And the ref, I mean, the referee was, I thought, was pretty average. But it was just one of those games where I felt, I felt that we actually played. Somewhere near our potential, I thought Asal was a was a menace. I thought Pell was exactly what what we needed. And to be honest with you, and again, I'll talk about I'll talk about it in some of my unpopular opinions. But it just it was it definitely seemed like it was a game where we kind of come together. I feel like as a group, due to the fact that we barely got anyone fit, we've kind of stumbled across not only a formation but a way to play. Sanev is like you said last week, which is spot on. Sanev's a different keeper when he hasn't got to just pass it out of the back. We, he just gets it and whacks it. It just seems to we just seem to go, we're gonna play up there now. We're not gonna play down by our box and pass it about and lose it. That's not our game. We're not gonna do it, we're gonna go forward. I had, a, I had a conversation with some people the other day and said about Johnny Jackson. Do you yeah. know what I mean? And how like last on the debrief, we were literally saying we're still not hundred percent on Johnny Jackson. He still doesn't really do it for me. But then Tuesday was a Wimbledon performance that we've all been crying out for. Right, and I think he's kind of looked at it. And he he came into League Two, he's come from Charlton, which is probably a passing team. He's probably looked at the way we played last year and thought, well, if we pass the ball around like we did at the beginning of the season, which we, we smashed teams in League One playing first off. Remember, we were beating teams. <laughs> Robbo kind of got a bit, what's it called, uh, stubborn with it, and then we <clears throat> kind of lost games. And I think he's yeah. come in thinking, right, we're going to pay our way out of League Two. Yeah, I agree. Right? Then he's had injuries and stuff, and actually realised that. Actually, if we play for the, but the way our formation is now, Wimbledon fans don't really give a shit how we play. Do you know what I mean? It could be tippy-tappy one week and we smash a team 3-0 and we'll go home happy. But we could also beat the shit out of a team like Leighton or at the top of the league, win 2-0 and then we'll go out happy. And I think he's realised now that Wimbledon fans just want to see 100%. They just want to see a team put out that's going to give 100%, give everything for Wimbledon. And I think that's what happened on Tuesday. And it, actually, I think he's woke up a little bit with regards to, right, get the ball forward, get round Davison, give the ball to a sow on that left wing and let him run at people because we scored two goals from it. Uh, the only negative I have from it, though, Dan, is uh, Ethan Chislett's old man again on Twitter. Do you see it? Oh, that was so cringe. Mate, why? I don't get why it. Did he, I mean, great Chislett comments. And then he just good. ruins it. He had a nice game. And then to say something got old by someone not passing, I presume, I only can presume he's talking about a sow. Yeah. Um, but it just to me, it just sounded like a petulant, self, like like it's a just... jealous, jealous kid. Like, seriously, mate, just like, you don't need to do that. Or, yeah. or have the bollocks to go, or if only a sow could square the ball to it, to my son. Yeah, it was just I mean, re- get over yourself. It was, it was ridiculous. Yeah, I didn't get it. And well, we'll go off subject <clears> a little <throat> bit. Did you see this? I've, I messaged you about the stuff with Steve Salis. Oh, coach. Talking about Twitter and stuff. So I thought so I'd put cringe, it that is. Ray Armfield, if people didn't know, put a tweet out saying... He's lovely, by the way. Uh, yeah, he's a lovely old really guy. Really nice guy. No, his son, uh, Peter. He's yeah, he lives. He literally lives just over there here for me. Yeah, I can he, see him now. He's a bit of a knobhead, to be fair. But yeah, his, dad's, his dad's a lovely guy. Oh, he's well all right. Shep, but, uh, if people didn't know, Ray put a tweet out about our wall at Weymouth for how, you know what I mean, you jump an experienced defender tells Jack Curry to move out the wall and it goes under and it's just basic defending. 
Steve Salis then breaks it down to Ray that Ray's never coached before. Why does he get his boots on, go down the training ground? One, he also he, he works for the club in the capacity that he's a contributor to the programme, which he doesn't work, he's a volunteer. But yeah, it's just, it, it blew my mind. And everyone, I don't think Steve Salis realised what he was getting into because literally every Wimbledon fan just went on there and just destroyed him pretty much. Unfortunately, mate, as well, with 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 Salis, and, and it's very similar to Johnny Jackson, is that the... I feel like they're quite theoretical based. And what I mean by that is Jackson has probably played academy football where the theory is you get the ball down, you pass, you play, you pass, you play. Nice pitches. And when you're in League Two, you've got horrible blokes. Mohamed Harrogate as examples. They were strong and they were big fellas. Sutton, we just got out bullied. We could have played football till the cows come home. And in League Two, you need to be a little bit more robust because the quality of passing the footballers ain't there. And Salis is the same. He's, he's talking about a very simple theoretical structure around mental health and positive mindset and sometimes yes i agree it's a very very valid thing and he's trying the best that he can but it's also quite rich from frankly that is the least wimbledon team or the least um a team ethic and a team that i don't recognize because last year was well the weakest times with have read yeah it was it was just embarrassing. It was just embarrassing. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna waste but then someone a moment of positivity talks about on mindset this bloke, but... and talks about positivity, getting into a volunteer, do you know what I mean? About mindset. And it, I just thought, yeah, it was again talking about cringy tweets and stuff like that. I just thought it was I really... mean it was pathetic, but it was nice. Like I, I said, I'm not gonna let, I'm not gonna let him it. dampen my mood about Leighton Orient. It, Mate, we were, yeah. It was great. It was good. It's just frustrating. We get an amazing win. Where are we? We're still 15th. We're obviously, it's getting closer, obviously, to the six points off to, playoffs, mate. To moving further forward. But it was, it was a really positive experience. I felt like we genuinely battled. It was like a Pell got the right balance between being physical, getting in front of players, getting the free kick, cheers. It just felt like, as well, as a home game, that was a real energy. Like the energy in that, in the, in the stadium was good. Interesting to read about. Our stewards. I don't know if you've read about the away away fans yeah, complaining about it. the students and they've changing the whole company. But my I, what <clears> on <throat> the box is I, I a pyro got thrown on the pitch, which it did, nowadays yeah. you can't do that. Unfortunately, I, I love pyrotechnics. So I think there's a place for them in football. I've been to watch a lot of European football where pyrotechnics are used all the time by the fans. Uh, it looks brilliant. No one's ever. I don't think it's been injured. I don't look on that side. But when I've seen it, I went to a Czech Republic game and there was pyros and it was brilliant to watch and. I think it adds a little bit of atmosphere. The smoke then disperses. It's fine. But you can't use them in England. It's against the law. It's a three-year ban straight away now. So what I saw it as is that they saw who it was. The Orient fans were trying to protect him, trying to get him so he didn't get chucked out or get nicked. Yeah. Ash Stewart's pointed him out because the police were there as well, pointed him out. Uh, but unfortunately, Ash Stewart can be a little bit heavy-handed. Or was and it really? Was that what it was? Quite heavy-handed, but... I, think, I believe so. apparently that he, the guy who got nicked got taken around the back, thrown against the wall, and his arm was broken or something. That's what he's oh, on an Jesus. Orient forum. But again, there's no CCTV of this. There's no, you know what I mean? They complained. The problem is it ain't the first time an away fan or away team has complained. Okay. I, I've had my complaints with some of our stewards in our end. Some of my mates said they've changed a lot in our end now. They, they kind of let our fans just get on with it, standing up, singing and stuff like that, which... I hope a new lot of stewards don't come in and make you all sit down like they did at Kings Meadow and stuff. Do you know what I mean? But they said it's changed a lot since I've been to a game. I ain't been to a lot of home games. I, I hope with the stewards going that our chief uh, security officer uh, is going as well because, yeah, he should be gone. Uh, yeah, so. It was, but, I mean, like I said, I, that was at the other end from us. But 
I don't like I said, only the second clean sheet we've had since the first game of the season. And me and my dad were talking about it. it's one of the few times we won a game of football, and I didn't I didn't feel stressed about the game. I kind of felt like I mean they had a goal disallowed, but it was never never really going to be a goal. Um, but it was just nice to be able to go to a game and feel relatively comfortable. We desperately, desperately need to find a way of giving Davison a breather because he's running himself ragged. Um, he's got a very but cringe we... TikTok, by the way. If you know yeah. He's got a cringe video, got a crikey. Mate, but I'd, sell, I'd yeah. sell Davison tomorrow because of his haircut. Have you seen his hair? His hair is it's pretty bad. He's got to get rid of it or we get rid of him. I, I... Wow. Maybe Samson, the longer it is, the more goals he's got. <laughs> Mate, no, I mean, I'm half joking, but yeah, that hair, hairdo he's got is ridiculous. But I mean, and his TikTok, a... that TikTok he did. Oh, about, it's, yeah. oh it's grim as hell. And but Paris we, is a you know, YouTuber now as well. Oh, I've not seen I'm not seeing That's him. cringe but as well. I think we need a way, we need to find a way of getting to a point, you know, of giving him some sort of breather. Um, but again, what will be interesting is obviously Huddersfield and the replay. I presume Huddling can't play, but, so that will be that. But you, in terms of him, we don't know if that's what Davison's game is. We don't know if he's running himself in ragged. He could play like that all the time and just looks no, but, back and he looks but like for he's me, he, he, you can't keep playing. NYC's back. Free to, yeah, he's training, but just three three games a week for three or four weeks with a with the kind of way that we want the, the role that we want him to do. We we need to just sometimes maybe protect him from himself, but we don't have anybody else to do what we need him to do. NYC should be back soon, so hopefully he'll come back in. I said the other day, once NYC comes back in, if we can ride this wave now, this this form that we're on in the league as well. I know when do you know what I mean we're unbeaten yep. in what four now with we beat crew. Oh no, yep. who do we beat? We beat some people in Rochdale, yeah, Drew we with do, crew, beat Harrogate, beat Harrogate, yeah, I mean Drew Bradford, Orient, Drew Weymouth, Drew, Weymouth, Drew yeah. Portsmouth. Yeah, so we're doing all right. If we can wave, ride the wave to January, if we get the money in from Gun, or we can get some money in and get strengthen a couple of positions, we we could, as I said before, could do something special this season. But knowing Wimbledon, we'll go to Salford on Saturday and get beat four 0 My concern, mate, and again, it's a weird one, but getting NYC, I think, could muddle us right up. I think we've stumbled across genuinely aren't the best formation we've got, which is one up front, two wide, one in the hole. To sitting, and I wonder. Hundred percent, we can get NYC young, in that formation. We can do, but where? It, instead of Chislett, he's a better player well, on the Chislett. right. Yeah. So you play, you play NYC wide. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. Well, I mean, I would be. I was got, more. I thought more getting him in the middle, dropping Pell back in in line with Woodyard. No. So you're playing Chislett. You're playing two. You're basically playing four four two. No, no. Just put NYC in the Chislett role. You're SL left, uh, NYC right, Davidson up front, and then you've got Pell just behind. Anyway. We should move on. We've been waffling on for quite some time. Hey, we're a podcast on about the Super Dons winning. We're, 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 we're good as we we do what we want. That's true. It's our podcast. Right. When we come back, we'll be discussing our unpopular opinions. Our, our podcast for the fans. The Wombles had a dream podcast by the fans for the fans. So we're back and we're going to be discussing unpopular opinions. Danny, it's your idea, so I'm going to let you go start with your one. I've got one straight off the bat, but we'll go with yours first. So basically, I was chatting to some lads at work about, I don't know if you know, I can't remember what it is on, on Radio 1, and they have a thing and they do a song about unpopular yeah. opinions. Oh, okay, fine. What's so I looked at uh, it and I thought... Greg James. Greg James. So I looked at it and I thought, that might be quite an interesting one for Wimbledon. So I've written down eight statements about Wimbledon as a whole. Some are quite controversial. 
some are not. And I'm interested into whether you agree with it, don't agree with it, and we can discuss them briefly. But if you've got one, you're more than welcome to start. So you can either start it off, you can wait until I've done a couple, or you can go at the end. What and I'll go with do? one straight away. All right, go ahead. Alfie Bendel, as much as I love him and think he will be a star, yep. currently overrated. Okay. Because he's not getting in a... Po- I wouldn't even have him above Paris at the moment. Yep. And people go on like this kid is going to be a world beater which hopefully will be but at this time at this moment i'd send him on loan and i think he's overrated for the minutes he's had and he's 17 years old i think people are going a little bit overboard with how good he is at this time where what level would you send him out on loan julie uh probably one below conference conference you you think you think conference or conference south if we could send him to say a maidenhead a barnet do you know what I mean? Someone like that, or Conference South, send him to like Dover or something like that, and send him somewhere where he can get. He needs ninety minutes. He needs to be playing games regularly to so show do you how think good it, he is. What's more important, playing at a better standard or just getting ninety minutes, ninety minutes, ninety minutes? Because the casuals, I'm sure, would take him in a heartbeat again. Uh, he, yeah, he's got to play above that because he, he he did well at that level. So he's got to play. Yeah, I think just below conference where he's playing against the Wrexhams, he's playing against. Do you know what I mean even maybe a Dawkins if Dawkins are doing all right in the conference? Dawkins, I think that's. I, I I hate to say it, I don't disagree with you. Um, what I would say is I think he's got a huge amount of potential, but that is the worst word in the whole planet. I tell all the kids all why the time. Are you, why are you saying that? Because you hate the word. I can't stand the word. You the say word it a lot. Potential. That's I know, unpopular. But it's, a, it's a shambles. But you say it a lot, so that's an unpopular opinion. Well, it's an unpopular opinion of mine, or it could be a popular opinion, depending on your point of view. But, you but it say, just it, you say it means it. everything and nothing. And yeah, he, you, he could be use great, it a lot. he could not. What do you mean I use it a lot? Are you winding me up? For someone who don't like it, you, you've used it quite a lot on the podcast. Potential. You say it quite often. Wow. For someone who don't like it. So I'm just wow. saying. Anyway. I can't believe you've even gone there with your silly little hat on. <laughs> Go on. Unbelievable scenes. All right. So we've, are we going to agree with each other on Bendel? Yeah, I, I think I think as I said, I think he will be potentially really good. A couple of years in our first team. Uh, yeah, All right. I'm going to mix up someone. Some ones that are light, and some are quite heavy. Josh Davison is no more than a League Two striker. Agree or disagree? <laughs> or do you want uh, me to give you some context? Uh, I disagree. Okay. Well, I don't. I from what I've seen of Josh Davison, I think he has been a good League Two striker. I think he's led the line, in particularly in the last couple of weeks. There's no doubt of his work ethic, but there have been games where he's been totally dominated and there have been games where he's barely been in the game. And I feel like a better striker, a pigot, would find a way of being more involved in the game than Davison. I'm not saying, by the way, that Davison has had an unbelievable... Him at Harrogate was superb. He ran his socks off against Leighton Orient. I'm saying he's he is a good striker at this level, but I I still feel that he is on par with them. If you got the 24 best strikers in the league, a I don't know if he's quite in that, but more importantly, I think if you got every single team's best striker, I think he's smack bang in the middle. Right. And I think that he's got he's got room to grow. I'm not going to say the word because I'm young, sick of you saying it. But he's got potential, oh, isn't he? Shut up. <laughs> right. But I've got one for you then. I, and I, I this Hold one. on. Are you agreeing or disagreeing? Disagreeing. I've got one You're for you. Dis- and you think he's League One? I think he could step up to League One. He's only young. I think if he has a partner next to him who's decent. I've got oh. one for you then. Oh, no, that, well, that's exactly the point I'm making. No, if we've got, got to Josh Davison. We've got to okay. Josh Davison. Right, yeah, but if he's got a partner, he'll be a League One striker then because I reckon he'll score the goals. But I've got one uh, decent short spot. So we go Josh Davison, Lyle Taylor. Joe Piggott. Yep. Bench, 
sell, start. Start Lyle Taylor. Yep. Sell Davison. Right. Bench Piggott. Wrong. Fine. No, no, I'm not wrong. Sell Piggott. You can't sell Piggott. You bench Davison and you right. start Lyle Taylor. So you're basically saying that you want to, you're selling Piggott because you think you can get some dosh for him. No, no, because I, I think Josh Davison's a better striker than oh, Joe Piggott. No, this is horrendous. Joe Piggott has scored like regularly 18 to 20 goals in the two. In no, he hasn't. One. No, he hasn't. Well, he scored well, it once. Goals? He scored it once in one season with AFC Wimbledon. The rest of the time, he ain't scored that many goals. You look at his record. What, Joe Piggott? Yeah, I'll bring up his record now if you want. Well, if, if I'd like I'd like you to. But my thing with uh, Josh Davison is Josh Davison has potential. Shut up about that word potential, please. Right. We're banning so, that word. How many goals? I reckon Piggott has got a minimum of 15 goals in at least two seasons in League One. Wrong. I'm not wrong. Um, sorry, he scored 20 goals once. That was actually right. Wimbledon in League One. Okay. And then that, each year? Uh, he, well, do you want to go through the whole year? Yes, right? please. So he, uh, 10 games or more, yeah? Just whatever you want. So for Charlton, he played 11 games, scored zero goals in the Championship. Nat- naturally. Right. Champ- he went, championship. Though. He went down. He scored uh, in ten games in uh, for Newport on loan. He scored three goals. Yeah. Southend. He scored six in twenty in League Two. Yeah. He scored three in twenty-three in League One. Yeah. Uh, Luton on loan. He scored four in fifteen in League Two. Yeah. Then he went to Maidstone. Scored six in seventeen and eleven. In and this 20. is where he kicked. Then he started kicking off. Now. Then he came to us. He scored five in eighteen. Then he scored yeah. fifteen in forty. Seven in thirty-four, and then twenty and forty-five. Yeah, so he's got fifteen, and he's then, fifteen and forty finished, and twenty. I'm not finished. In uh, for Ipswich, he scored two in twenty-two in League One. He is that's not fine. a League One striker. He's got two seasons. He's got right. fifteen plus in the team. So that that's caught. my unpopular opinion. Okay. Joe, Joe Piggott was overrated, and okay. was good, and I'd have Josh Davison over Joe Piggott. But, okay. Well, I'm moving on um, because uh, uh, this is becoming. We're going to fight here. Right. Nick Zanev is fine for League Two football. Agreed. Good. We've we've had that argument though before. I think it's good. Okay, this is one that annoys me, and I'm unfortunately it might rattle a few feathers here. Are you ready? We are not Wimbledon. We as a club, Wimbledon as it was, the identity of the club, etc., was Wimbledon, and we're not that club anymore. And we constantly go on about the Wimbledon way, and other people talk about the Wimbledon way. And unfortunately, despite the fact how much we are desperate. We are not that club anymore. We're not the crazy gang. We're not jumping on front in front of cars and doing weird stuff. We're not getting cutting people's ties on Sky. We're not the team that would battle 24 hours. And this is what the Wimbledon way. We want it to be that way because we think about it, but we're not, and we haven't been since we've been AFC Wimbledon. Agree uh, or disagree? Mixed. Agree okay. with a lot of it. I think we were Wimbledon when we first started. Okay. When we went through some of the non-league days and we had people like Danny Okins and stuff like that. And Noel Danny, are you Okins? Are you Okins? Are you Okins, Danny? And we would dance on cars and we would, you know what I mean, go to clubs till three, four in the morning. Uh, that was non-league, so it was a bit... You could kind of get away with it. We're now okay. more professional. And I kind of, I agree with what you're saying. I, I hate the fact. I'd, I'd go back to Wimbledon FC in a heartbeat. Uh, loved it. That's what I fell in love with football and fell in love with Wimbledon because we had the Vinnie Joneses, the Ben Thatchers, people like that. Uh and yeah, I kind of I kind of agree with you. It winds me up that so many people at higher levels at AOC Wimbledon want to get away from it for so badly. Yeah. You know I mean, want to want to go away from it. But 
yeah, I, could we get back to that? I, I, I think we could. I think we could get back to it. But football, unfortunately, modern football's changed, Dan. We were talking about earlier, you know. Yeah, I agree. I was having TikToks and like in YouTube channels. I just feel like, Lee, with, and again, it goes on to my next one, which is we as fans are a huge part of the problem with our club at the minute on the fact that I feel like we are, as a fans base, we're kind of split into three kind of categories. We're split into the Wimbledon group who were watching Wimbledon and supported Wimbledon. We've got the newer group who didn't really know much about the old Wimbledon, but they're seeing a new ground. And then we've got the guys who, frankly, are completely delusional regarding the football club in terms of its aspirations, what it can, what it can't, what we should, what we shouldn't do. And I feel like as a fan base, because of this, you know, we've spoken about it in depth, but because we've got three or four sort of subgroups for the big group, I feel like that is a huge issue around managing our expectations around supporting the team around social media and the like and i find that when i look online a lot of the people that i'm watching they kind of agree with each other but but they argue on but the old wimbledon would have done it this way well no we're not them it's around oh but we can do this without knowing the amount of budget or amount of money that's engaged and i just feel that we as a fan base are a huge part of the problem um, I kind of, yeah, I can kind of agree. I think the problem we got as well is, like we said earlier, regarding people like Steve Salis and stuff. And nowadays, you can't have an opinion on saying it. So if you've not played the game or you've not coached the game, you can't have an opinion on, say, Harry Pell having a bad game. Same yeah. as I saw uh, people, you know, like people were talking about Tyson Fury versus Chisora. People yeah. were saying that fight should never take place. Do you know what I mean? And other people were saying you should. But if you've never had a fight, you've never boxed, you shouldn't have an opinion on boxing. Do you know what I mean? I think that's the case now. Like we had it on the debrief the other week. We had uh, George on, who's a young woman fan, Don's Trust Board member, uh, Don's Trust Board, uh, Don's Trust member. Uh, I think he's only 19. I've had a 24 year old contact me. They just don't feel like they're being listened to by the older people. And one point thing, Lee Willett, lovely Willett, he's a great guy. Mm-hmm. He once said at a board meeting, how can we tell the young, the youth of today that they're wrong? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? It's like, well, you, you, you don't anymore. They, they were entitled to their opinion. And back in the day, you get told, when I used to start watching women, you, you haven't got a clue what you're talking about kind of thing. Do you know what I mean? And you just you did, you stayed with your mates. And the politics side of Wimbledon is one thing I hate, hate it all. I, I don't want to ever be an owner of a football club. I want to be a fan of a football club where we can do this or I yep. go to the pub with my mates. My mates can tell me I'm wrong. But some no mark on Facebook or Twitter keeps telling me I'm wrong. It just gets a bit grinding sometimes. Do you know what I mean? When I have yeah. no idea who they are. I just feel like, like we, I, I we agree with you. Helping out. I just feel like sometimes, and again, I don't, I think if everyone, if everyone can kind of just rewind a little bit and understand that we're all, we all kind of want the same thing. We all want the football club to do well. We want the team to do well. And if sometimes before you write something, if you can just think about wording it in a way that's better and stop demanding x y and z and we must do this we must do that because ultimately i just sometimes we're just a bit short-sighted but um anyway there we go no, i agree it's like when we lose when we lose it's like people go right fan ownership's got it's dead you yeah because I mean? we're losing yeah, and then yeah. when, we, when we win everyone goes well look that's why fan ownership's great or when say crawley at the moment don't look like they've been run great by owners that are, you know what i mean but then people use them as a yardstick go i oh, look shit owners but then then people go well look at this owner's brilliant you know what i mean and it's just like there's no middle ground anymore with arguments at Wimbledon. It's literally black and white. It's either fan ownership, non-fan ownership. And I, I think that's why people, we need to have a uh, an actual discussion about everything. And, but yeah, it, it, I, the elections ain't great at the moment either, to be fair, Dan. But uh, I've got one for you, unpopular opinion. Wait a minute. Short, short corners. Oh, go, here we go. Can be decent. 
they can be decent if they if you use them right and you play it right. Short corners can lead to goals. I think factually you're correct, 100%. But what I would say, and again, another thing on Tuesday, Chislett's deliveries were superb on Tuesday. On a dead ball at the moment, that lad is mustard. He hit some fantastic crosses, hit the free kick. He's obviously done, again, full credit to people like him. He's obviously worked a lot on that aspect of his game and he's made himself into a real positive um, person on, on a dead ball. I do agree, you can do short corners and they do work. I guess the question... I always say is if using women as an example, we're actually not we're quite a biggish side at the minute. So you kind of feel like, well, maybe, maybe does a short corner work? And I guess if it results in a cross, it's fine. Um, so I'm not huge on them, but I can't disagree factually with what you're saying. They can lead to goals. Personally, I still would always want the ball whipped into the box. No, not anymore, unfortunately. But another one as well. Oh, hold on. You're going to keep going, are you? Well, I've got another one quickly. One before right, we talk about short corners. Uh, Pep Guardiola's type of football yep. does not work in the lower leagues. And people have got to stop pretending that League Two footballers can pass the ball out and pretend that they're like Haaland or Kevin De Bruyne. You play in League Two, play what we play at, like we saw against Orient, long ball football, play to your strengths, and you know what I mean? Just. And again, and all, this, all, 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 all seven of football, right? Where you can't, people are so scared of losing there. It's got boring to watch football. Football's got boring because everyone sees tippy tappy football thinking, oh, it's going to be beautiful. I just want to see goals. I want to see people kicking the shit out of each other like I did on Tuesday night. I think, I think, I, I can't disagree with that. I think the challenge, obviously, with a lot of players is not only are they not good enough at passing it, but the pitches don't lend themselves to it. I feel also the fitness of players, the speed of players, the speed of brain. You want you can't match. And again, if you were to play any, and again, when Chen Cheltenham played well against Man City in the cup, and they got they didn't get close to knocking them out, but they played well. It's like they they decided to do something that Man City don't do. And I feel like if you're going to beat Man City, you can't beat them at their own game. Mm. The other thing is Man City squad; they're just so big. League Two squads aren't big enough. You cannot. Man City have got 22 players. Every position there's two players and their quality. Plus, I mean, one of the players I watched Chelsea yesterday um, by Man City, one of the players was number 65. I mean, we haven't got 65 players in anything. <laughs> so we haven't got the squad number. We don't have the quality. We don't have the resources. We don't have the training. We don't have the pedigree. You don't have to. But this is the problem. With, again, you spoke about it earlier. People like Johnny Jackson, people like Kevin Betsy, if they've come through coaching young players at high level clubs you try to teach people to play the right way you go to league two and what's his name's pierce is not going to pass it gunter is going to go and look down the wing you've got players nightingale kalambai they are not going to pass the ball zanev he is not interested in kicking the ball he wants to stop it so you're asking people to do something that is completely alien to themselves but because you as a coach as a young coach have learned these philosophies that you decide to implement them because you've been charlton manager for a year but before that you were tottenham under 19s same with cochrane same with all these guys Robert. very rare very rarely that a guy comes in without a seriously old school guy hence why he's probably got skiven so okay. yeah that's interesting i've got i've got four more going in and i'm going to stop number 1 we have no league 1 standard defenders disagree um, jack curry you reckon he you reckon he could start in league 1 tomorrow 
for any team as well. For any team in in League One. Yeah, I think he's. You're picking good. him over every single team's left back. I don't know who the left backs are in League One. To be fair, okay. but I, what I've seen from Jack Curry, if he goes into a team that are better, I think what we were talking about there about the passing game. I think if he he went into a team that can pass it around, I think he'd suit it. it, it there is some stuff he needs to learn. Uh, yep. But and it but he has got the potential. Oh Jesus! But I, I think Jack. Talk, I, I, gonna talk like that. Other than defenders, I think uh, Pierce. No, not anymore. Gunton, not anymore. Paul Cullenby, nowhere near it. Will Nightingale, nowhere near it. Uh, who else we got at the back? Uh, oh, the, we talking loan players? I'm talking. I'm including Taylor. Taylor's League One. Hundred percent. Okay, no, it's interesting. I, mean, I I don't agree, but Taylor I, could play I'm... defensive midfield in League One as well. I think. Mm, wow. But I'd have Jack Curry going. Would there. you have Taylor or Dan Jocker? Taylor. You'd have Taylor. Would you have Jocker or Pierce? Jocker. Okay. All right. Well, these are my three more, and I'll Go leave on. it alone. Um, and this is quite a bold one. After the World Cup, Chris Gunter has to be dropped for Isaac Ogonde. No. And do you want to hear my theory? Yeah, it's wrong, but yeah, go on. Well, it's, no, no, it's, it's, it's absolutely right. And the fact no. that if, if Agondi has played against Bravin a couple of games, he's been good enough. The way that our club is set up, Agondi, if there's not much difference between the two of them, we have to give the younger lad a chance to run from now until the summer. On why? the fact that... Why? Why? Because he's not going to learn and be better by watching Chris Gunter play. He's going to learn by playing and having Chris Gunter giving him advice. That's part one. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Part one. No, it's all right. Part two, Chris Gunter, there's absolutely no chance, in my opinion, zero chance of him being with us next year. In fact, I think he could even retire at the end of the year on the fact that he wanted to get to a World Cup. He's done it. There's nothing else left for him. He's Welsh. Why on earth would you want to beat Wimbledon? And I just feel like... Gunter's done a great job. He's been solid. He's been consistent. But Wimbledon, Wimbledon's main mindset is to get players ready for League Two football, a league football. And Ogonde, we should say thank you, Gunter. You've had the World Cup. Ogonde's going to come in. You, you can't pronounce well. his name right either. So. Isaac Ogonde. Ogondiri. Ogun, you're going to go Ogondiri. Hmm. But if he plays well, I think he goes all right. the way through. But you didn't say that. No, I'm saying Gunter. Well, Gunter won't if, be dropped. Gunter won't be reinstated after the World Cup. If Isaac plays for the rest of the season, Isaac's got a real big chance now, knowing that Gunter's mm. gone, that he could now stake the right back place. For me, he's not a right back; he's a right wing back. So, and Gunter has made right back his own at the moment. He's been, I thought, been okay. I thought he was brilliant against. He's already. made it. Hold on, he just said okay. he's made it his own because he's played okay. He's played well. Well, no, you just said okay. Yeah, he's played okay. He's, he ain't done nothing wrong. He ain't done nothing great. He's a right. right so, back so you're, what you're saying is we're picking him. Whereas Isaac, Isaac, Whereas Isaac could be either. Yeah, but you, you you said he could be. Yeah, good. But, but we don't know how next he plays. But this is Isaac's chance. Gunter's, okay. And, and I disagree. I think Gunter might have. I, he possibly could retire at the end of the season. I don't yeah. get the he's Welsh. Why would he want to be at Wimbledon? He he played for Charlton beforehand, so he probably lives. Yeah, but do you know what I mean? You ain't gonna go. Do you know what I mean? You don't retire and go. I'm moving back to Wales. Do you know what I mean? I'm gonna live in the valleys. But why I mean? not? Get Barry Island. A, you might have a nice house, no mortgage, in freaking like Mayfair or something for. But know. surely, from a club point of view, our focus. Bearing in mind, why let's should that be, be our focus? Our let's focus be honest. Be winning games. No, no, our focus for our football club, Wimbledon's model, has to be to get young players into our team 
and get them established as quickly as possible. And I'm Isaac, not saying winning games is important, but not as important as Isaac, guys in, think, out and sold. Isaac's done brilliant to get in because I didn't think he'd be anywhere near it. I said maybe he need to go on loan at the start of the season. He's done really well to get in. He's had a couple of good games. But again, let's not blow smoke up his ass because he hasn't done that great. He hasn't played huh? that well. I agree. You know what I mean, he ain't, he ain't he ain't no Jack Curry. So if he makes the shirt his own, I, I can kind of agree. But I think Chris Gunter comes back and he possibly goes straight back in at right back. Anyway. In long, so for the club, the best thing for us right now, you think, is picking a 36-year-old Welshman well. who's in the With World Cup after a three-week break over a young up-and-coming 20-year-old when who's there's going to be much, who's going to be training with, training with Ramsey and Bow and seeing some of the best players Both past it, yeah. Both, oh, both past it, it, yeah, right. Both, both getting the bus passes, right. Like I said, if Isaac can make that shirt his own, then, I, yeah, stay in the team. But I'm not okay. I'm not one of these people who go, oh, for, for the best of the club, we put in a, a youngster who might not be good enough. Well, it's an unpopular opinion. That's why, that's why we're doing it. Right, two more, and then I'm going to shut up. Coming in. Our problem at the moment, or has been at this season, is our, is our experienced players again. I agree. I agree. I think, yeah, uh, unfortunately, we lost Pierce early on, which I think was a blessing in disguise, to be fair. I actually think we're better now without Will at the Agreed. back. Agreed. Paul Cullenby is doing okay. Again, he's not, there's, you know, that there's a mistake. cannot play football in terms of ball at his feet, but if it's a physical marking, he's your man. And he loves a header, but loves it. yeah, he's not a footballer. No, that's he's why definitely he two football, and he wouldn't. I wouldn't have him at any higher level. Taylor's been immense. I'd like to see Taylor mm-hmm. defensive mid, but we haven't got any defenders. Lee Brown, it's hard to judge because I thought he was poor last season. To be fair, and he's been poor this year. Yeah, it's just strange because we wanted the mix of experience with youth, and yeah, I don't think. It, <coughs> excuse me, the experience is stepping up. We, I've been very, very happy with Pell. Yeah, he uh, in the last several, week in the last. Four well, games, he's kind of hit some form, isn't he? And I said I weren't overly happy when he signed because, but I think he's grown. He's grown up as a player. He, he's home probably now. He's closer to friends and family. Looks like he's enjoying his football. And I've got to give him his due. Woodyard's had a really good couple of games, and if we can get Woodyard fully fit, then yeah, he could be decent. I mean, I'm, but like don't I said, get me I've, started. The, the youth ain't been overly great either. No, 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 no. But we've I, had I Jack Curry. Like we've had Isaac our main. We've kind of put. From last year to this year, the main focus is we need a core, physical, experienced guys throughout our squad to support us. And I feel Pierce, I feel, I mean, Woodyard has been excellent since he's coming, in my opinion, but we hadn't, didn't see a lot of him because he was injured. I'd say Gunter, Pierce, Brown, Pell before the last three or four games and Woodyard because he hasn't been playing. Personally, I feel like that's been a huge um, disappointment, but we can bury it. Last one, we are we are in exactly the position that we should be in for the rest. In terms of our season, we should be 15 from where we're 15. Where yeah, I wouldn't say it was an unpopular as a opinion. club. Where 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 we are? Yeah, I wouldn't say it was an unpopular opinion. I think that's yeah, it is what it is. That's why we're 15. Just interesting. We're so inconsistent. Do you know yeah, what I mean? It's like that's it. We're inconsistent. Talking about We've got good splashes, but like I, feel, I feel like one good. week can be really, really good. The next week can be really, really bad. And the problem with us, I don't think there's any middle ground other than people like Gunter, who I think get sixes and sevens. Yeah, I agree week. with that. Gunter is very, very stable, isn't it? And same as Curry. Curry's like seven pretty much every game. Yeah. Towler's pretty much seven, but then Paul Callenbay can be a four one week. He can be an eight. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. 
people I've been disappointed with again is Marsh. I know he's been injured, but even when he was playing, I, I think we're better with him at the team at the moment. I don't see how he gets back in. Paris, unfortunately, started off nine nine nine. He's dropped to like four now every week. I think late or it was a six or seven for me. Do you know what I mean? We're not there's no scores on the doors here, but yeah, I think sixes or sevens. But yeah, I, I kind of agree. I think we are where we are. And, but with NYC coming back. Robinson probably coming back in January. If we can go out and get a decent centre-back, maybe a, uh, a left winger, then we, we we could really push on again. But yeah, you might, you, I think you might be right there, Danny. One, the, the one of your unpopular opinions that you're probably correct on. I'll, I'll take that. Well, they, we, those were my unpopular opinions. If there is anyone who's got an unpopular opinion out there who feels that they can say it, by all means, tweet us or send us. Or more importantly, Get yourself on the show. Get yourself on the podcast and come and tell us exactly your unpopular opinions. We'd love to hear more about, you know, the reason why you feel like we should play five at the back, why we should be playing huddling up front with Courtney Senior. You come and tell us. No, I agree. And as I said, this season, I think we can kick on. There's huge potential there. But we'll move on. And when we come back, we'll be discussing, we'll be discussing the Hustings. The Wombles had a dream podcast by the fans for the fans. And we're back and we're going to be discussing the Hustings. There's obviously a little bit of a bit of a what's it called a moment regarding set two, but I don't know. I don't know anything about it. You tell me about it because I don't know anything. But you're Don Shross member, Dan, so you should be knowing all about this. I don't know anything. Do Do you go on pro boards? I don't, I don't, I'm not being funny. I don't want to know what a pro board is. So pro what is a pro is board? Where all the, well, pro board is where you can ask questions to the board. You can have general discussion. No, I've never heard of it. Right. <laughs> I don't know. Generally, not. I've not heard of it. it I'm, I'm going to go online mind, right so. now. Did you just type in Don's Trust Pro Board? Do you? I think so. I'm not sure. I went on it and I'm on it now. And, uh, but the, all the candidates on there, all the manifestos got put in. You can ask questions to different... Oh, good. I was uh, going to read the manifestos this week. You can you can go on and you can ask questions to the people standing. Uh, I said on the on the uh, debrief the other day, one thing that rewinds me up is there's questions to the candidates. So you go on, ask a question, and then you get some no mark Don Strass member answering the question for them or putting their view across, which I really that hate. That would be really annoying. It's like I didn't ask you, well, I yeah, asked him. It happens <laughs> all the time. Got, oh, it's must be really so annoying. Oh, and it, yeah, and because everyone's got that. And then I did it the other day, though. Someone was saying something, and I just thought, if I'm, I, you can't beat them, you have to join them. Because someone oh, was like, yeah, like part of the problem. I am part of the problem. That's a part of the problem. I said someone, that, raised, someone, raised, someone raised it with me and I said, look, the problem is no one stops it. I ask a, a question to a candidate and I get three people who have their own agenda putting their view across already. And it's like, it really winds me up. So I had to put someone straight on a few things because uh, that's what I do. Of course you did. You it really annoyed me up. and it actually upset me. But yeah, the Hustings debate at the moment is that nine years they usually do the Hustings. Unfortunately, can't do it this year due to not having enough people or time or something regarding that. Uh, so the same old same old Wombles podcast have stepped up and said, look, we can oh, okay. we can hope like not host, but we can provide the the equipment needed to make sure that they go ahead. Uh, but the so, hold I, on. they've had no chat with the club. They've just decided this off their own back. Is that right? Well, anyone can hold a hustings. We could hold a hustings if we wanted. Anyone can hold it. But can a candidate just hold their own hustings for no reason, or do they have to go I through a particular so. process? I think there's a process you need to go through with the ESG, which is the election steering group, which okay. makes sure. Normally, at hustings, you, if one person does it, you've all got to kind of do it. Yeah, that's that's why. Yeah, the hustings and two, mm. two or three people now are not going to be joining the hustings. Mike, oh, 
uh, Hasty and uh, Daniel Wright, the two I know at the moment, uh, because they do feel like it's not fair, and I have to kind of agree with them. Because why is it not fair? Because one, I don't think the same old Wombles are going to do it, but. I think they'll be fair, and I think they're done alone. I know Mike Lewis quite well. He's a good lad. He's uh, also running, isn't he? He's running. Adam okay. Proctor on the same old Wombles is running as well, and Niall Cooper and Matthew Cooper do the same old Wombles. Okay. Niall. Mm. And lovely lads, to be fair. But, yeah, yeah I can Niall's, understand the conflict of interest a little bit. Niall's, is step, Niall's stepping down from the Tonstress board. Yeah. Matthew, I think, nominated, or Niall nominated Mark to be on it. So, oh, but, okay. they're, but they're not involved in it. They're not involved in the Hustings. They won't be. But the, P, the six people that are going to be involved in the hustings, one of them was approached by Niall. So for me, that's not, you know what I mean? It should be a totally independent person that has no view on fan ownership. Do you know what of I mean? Of course, yeah, it should be complete. Well, I mean, how easy though, Lee, surely to Christ, with a hustings, it's just a chat, but ultimately you just have 10 questions and you go, okay, I'm asking everyone the same 10 questions. You ask them the 10 questions and then you talk. And if you are, if you're not sure you ask for a clarification or you ask something around it and then you move on to the next. But one of the sure. things that people are asking is who put the questions together. So right. it's the six people now that have been picked. seems like it's been picked by Niall to hold the hustings are now putting the questions together. But these what would people, you ask then if you were asked if you were part of that committee what kind of things would I'm you not, ask again I, I, I don't know no, no, it's just but, about okay you, you, you ask them about the manifestos and what, what do you think about fan ownership what do you think about control what do you think about getting younger people on the board do you know what I mean getting younger people to be members do we like one of the questions at the moment on there is about having all fans have a voice I know you're quite on that some people yeah. think some people on there say that other fans shouldn't have a voice unless they join the Don's Trust do you know I mean, join the Don's Trust, it's only £25. That argument really winds me up sometimes. But, yeah, and I just, I, my personal opinion is that if the hustings can't be official and they're going to be unofficial hustings that have nothing to do with ESG, then they shouldn't go ahead. And as much as people want to hear from the 13 people standing, which I do, because obviously a lot gets said better in voice and stuff and people can understand it because context gets lost in written form, but if it's not going to be official, then it shouldn't go ahead because it could, it could, and this is why people question it, that it could be uh, led one way or another. People could ask questions. As I said, the six people I know at the moment, let me get that up. I've got the yeah in front of me. One of them is Anouk, who does the SLO job. Okay. I've had my issues with her in the past. I find her quite patronising, quite sarcastic to women and fans. Is that Anouk Teasdale? Yeah, on, what's, uh, on social media. Okay. I know. She, I know. She got told to rein it in by the club because she was quite sarcastic. She's been before. Uh, who's the others? Uh, Hazel Potter. She's not a big fan of me, uh, which I know that because she put it the other day. Someone said that I'd done a great job presenting the debrief, and she said she was going to unfollow the person for that uh, opinion, which I thought right. quite funny. But yeah, very not. She's very one-sided, I believe. Uh, Peter Lang, no idea who he is. Damien Woodward, no Damien quite well. Uh, I think he'd do a good job, but yeah, again, he's I think believes fan ownership stuff like that. And then Joe Blair, Joe Blair again, I know Joe Blair quite well, but I believe he is fan ownership led. He also, as I said to him, the other is day, he running? Also, no, no, he's not running. He's so he, he's oh, been asked by Noel. He was the one who was asked by Noel, told it. And as I said to Joe the other I day, I like I'm, Joe though. Joe's I great. Do, Joe's a good lad, but the other day he said a couple of sarcastic comments to Mike on socials. And I said to him, if you're going to be holding the Hustings. You need to be remain professional. You need to be remain impartial. Do you know what I mean? So you can't be putting your views on Facebook now that you've been asked to do hustings. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's like me and you doing the hustings and then me going, 
oh, I, I don't agree with what you're saying because fan ownership's a load of tosh. Yeah, that's that's then me not being impartial straight off the bat, and that's the thing. And I know it's riled up a few fans, and some people think it's just nonsense, and we should just get on with it. And it's just, but this is elections. It's a massive election this year because we've got three or four candidates who want to go down a different path. I think it's got to be fair. It's got to be down the line, and the ESG have to be involved in it from start to finish. So it's interesting because, like I said, I don't think anyone is arguing. With um, with with the with the, how can I, I'm trying to think about how I can word this properly. I don't think anyone is arguing about what that everyone's trying to achieve, but it just I'm finding it staggering that the club aren't doing anything. That's part one. Part two, we're getting a bit of a knickers and a twist about something that is completely unofficial. This is just a conversation. If people want to have it, they can have it. I'm certain. What I'm surprised at is why can't why can't individuals just do their own video? Why can't you if I'm using one of your one of the candidates as an example why can't they just get a friend of theirs to ask some questions and they can speak to a camera and you put it on for social mm. media why does it have to be you know you can or do a live like you you know you do an amazing job i'm not going to tell you that but you do a, you know you you do the sunday debrief you hopefully you, you can explain that it's not once you've got the hang of it it's relatively simple you can come on and people can ask you questions and now you can do it live themselves i mean what you don't even need a hustings you can just turn up and go this is what i'm going to do this is my manifesto this is what i want to speak about and i'm going to be available for any questions and if well, not bosh i've said previously like we've got so much room at plow lane why could we not have done something at plow lane where you go right we're going to do a question time style thing where you get someone leading it a chair an independent person say like i said on the uh, saying to you off air earlier uh, on a debrief last week, Stu said that Aaron Paul said he'd happily come along and he'd share, oh. he'd share it. He's independent. He has no views. You know what I mean? He, he, he loves Wimbledon to bits, but he does support Man United, which is his downfall. Which, I mean, I carried him on Love Sport for months. So it, I'm not surprised. Yeah, I carry this podcast. But he, he uh, why not have him come down, do the chairing, and then you have, say, seven on the panel at first. The fans ask all the questions. Do you know I mean? They answer question time style. Then you have the other seven come in, question time, so again, do you know what I mean? Can you stop to mention the word question question time? Sorry, I love a bit of question time. But yeah, do you know what I mean? I I, I do. But as I said, the other day when the Hustings and Same My Woman said they were going to do it, people were saying there were going to be journalists on there, there were going to be independent people. I said Aaron Paul put his name forward. There was a uh, Chris Falks said the club would help in any way that they could. Why are we also relying, Dan, on fans and podcasts and social media stuff to be done. Do you know what I mean? Why has this not been done by the Don Strass board or the SG? Way I, think this is, I think that's a massive problem. I don't, I don't really have the answer. I don't understand why um, why the, why some people, someone in the club can't just grab this by the scruff of the neck. And again, it's just another example of how it, it'd be an easy way of just finishing this debate off. Like you can do it, it's done. And for some reason, we're kind of, the club is up these are sixes and sevens because someone hasn't grabbed it and someone's not able to take it. But also, are the hustings that big a deal? You've done you've done the manifesto. I just for me, if I'm running myself, I don't know the guidelines. I, I, I did work at the elections when I was at union. We did a lot of stuff, and there's particular guidelines. I just don't understand where it's like. Okay, every one of you, you are allowed, you are allowed to submit a 10 minute video of yourself about what you believe through a video one, you can put them on YouTube, you can put them on Twitter, you can put it on Facebook, and then you are allowed to do one live, one live hosting with a friend of your choice, or you can speak online and do an online spaces thing. How hard is it to do it yourself? 
No, I, I agree. And, and, DIY uh, hustings. The problem is, as I said, I, and this is nothing against the same old Wombles lads, because I think they would, I think it will be yeah, fair. I agree. I think they would do it. Yeah, you know I mean, I, I think they want to get a hustings out because obviously that's what people want. But you got to make sure that it is down the line as straight as it comes. It can't be there can't be any wonkiness in it. And, and as I said, I think people are getting rolled up. As I said, if you go this election at the moment has made me think, why have I ever joined the Don's Trust? Do you know what I mean I've paid twenty five quid because I thought right I'll get right involved. I found a lot of people on there, Sarky, Snipey. Do you know what I mean they can't wait to try and trip a couple of candidates up? Do you know what I mean, over their manifestos. And it's the same. And if you're not on pro boards and, and you're a Don's Trust member, get on there, ask questions to the to the people standing because it's I keep seeing the same but old. Try people. and do it in a nice way though. You don't no, that's to, what I mean. I'm not saying I mean, go on there like, and call people names. No, no, but, but you can ask questions, but just do it in the right way and just be respectful. Yeah, no, no. But do it though, because not enough people are doing it, Danny. It's the same. Yeah, no, no, I agree. And like, just the snipey comment stuff is rubbish. Like, you don't have to agree, but you don't have to be an well, idiot. Why don't you just on, ask the questions that you want to ask and then let them get on with it? One of them the other day, I was on, again on the debrief I said about it. It's uh, Mike said, Mike was getting loads of questions, right? Because obviously he's. Which is good because that's ultimately what he wants. He wants yeah, traffic, which he's is great. Getting, he's getting a lot of traffic because his manifesto. Are they lively? More... Is it a live thing, like a WhatsApp, or is it, no, or no, is it like a, you put it up and then you put, you put it up wait and then for the next someone, one? Someone will see it. They'll write new message, new question. And Mike say wouldn't go, all right, I'm on from five to seven. Does anyone ask any questions? Or is it you just put it up there as a You just put it up and then he'll answer it when he and he he was getting lots of questions. And you can direct it straight to an individual. Yeah, you can go with Mike Mike Hasty or Daniel Wright or Colin or uh, Kevin Rye. I mean them people. Yeah, you go and they ask them a question about what they think Matt Lowndes has been brilliant on there so far, I think, in my opinion. But uh, you go on there, you ask a question, but as I said, you get a few and then one of them, Matt, he was getting loads of questions. I said his manifesto is more to do with the outside investment, these fan ownership kind of model and stuff like that. So he's getting a lot of questions. So he came on and said, I'm getting a lot of questions. I'm quite busy at work today. Okay. I'll answer it as soon as possible. Yeah, fair Lawrence, enough. Lawrence Lowen went on there and went, Mike, as you said you're busy, does this mean that you're not going to be able to give your full attention to the Don's Trust Board? When oh, you that's petty as hell. Right. And then, so, like he, to be fair, he, 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 Simon Willer and Jane Lunstall did bring him up and said, look, that's not on kind of thing i i brought it up and as well and, and and lawrence said it was a fair question but he didn't ask everyone that question because there were some people who didn't even haven't even logged on pro boards there's some people that didn't even ask questions on answer questions on there do you know what i mean it's, Lee, it's such a cheap shot to sell by the way are you going to get your full attention it could be the one day in the year <laughs> yeah. that he's a he's a teacher and he's doing something or it's the end of the financial year and this is one what presentation a job interview like, come on that's just I, I've not been. Sold. I don't know him, but I'm sure. He, and yeah. you'll go on Pro Boards, you'll see it. There's a lot of people in there with their own opinions, and that's all that matters. Their opinions are fact. That's it. Don't listen. To, I'm telling you, this is facts. And it's like, well, it ain't. It's your opinion at the end of the day. And it is the elections at the moment. I just not enjoyed it at all since it started. I thought, oh, this would be quite good. But it's a uh, sniping, pettiness. Uh, and it's, it's sad, unfortunately. As you said earlier, Dan, about the fans and stuff, and there's two. It, it ain't never going to change if this is you can't have an opinion on stuff and you can't chat about it and you can't. Do you know what I mean? So I am quite disappointed. As I said, Mike and Daniel have decided not to take part in the hustings because I don't think it's going to be fair and down the line. And I kind of have to agree with them a little bit on that because, as I said, the six people I've seen, I don't, I don't think a few of them will be fair, and I don't think they should be on that panel. Okay, well, I mean that's a shame because obviously. Yeah, it's a shame, but like I said, I'm sure there's more than one way to skin the cat. I just hope that people who want to speak or have got the opportunity to get the information out that they want to get their information out. No, I agree, and hopefully we can uh, 
yeah, have a hustings where we can listen to all candidates and people can ask questions. But as I said, going forward, the club, the Don Trust Board, they need to look at it and get it all sorted so it don't happen again because it's it's a bit of a sham, in my opinion. That's a shame. Well, well as, as we've always said, and we hopefully we've been as respectful as possible, um, yeah, I wish everyone the best of luck and hope everyone gets what they want. No, I agree. Right. Should we move on? Yes, mate. Uh, when we come back, we'll quickly discuss the uh, our loan players and should we keep or send them back. The Wombles had a dream podcast by the fans for the fans. Back and we're going to be discussing. Well, we I, I came up with the idea loan watch. And we talk about the loans at the... Uh, it's mainly because Lee watches things on his own. So it's a, it's a loan, <laughs> loan watch. See, that wasn't very good. What, that's the, People that's won't the be laughing at that. I'll bring this to the party. I'm, I'm going to put on a, what's it called, like a little tumbleweed on the uh, on when I edit this. I look I look forward to that. Uh, loan watch, who have we got loan? We got... Uh, Zach Robinson. Zach Robinson. Oh, our, our ones. Let's do yeah, our ones. Let's do our ones first. Tower, let's go for the back. Towler. Stays. 100%. Yeah, solid. True. I'd keep him for the season. I think he's been yeah. good. I think he's been a little bit of a of a surprise package getting him in quite late. Um, I'd be delighted to to have him. I don't think we'll keep him after this after the the uh, the season. But I, I definitely feel like. Might where do you think he's best? Centre back, centre, uh, centre mid. What do you think? Defensive midfield. I'd have him with Woodyard. Better there than centre back. Yeah. If we we need another centre back though in January, or we need someone come back from injury, like I'd, I'd have Lee Brown back with. Cannonball and Tyler just in front, but yeah, uh, and the one Paris. Oh, I hate to say, it. I feel like Paris could be the, a Mabude for us because I, I think Mabude was a very good football player, but he just never really got going. I don't know where he is this year, actually. I don't um, think he's anywhere. No, I don't think he was either. Um, I feel like Paris at the moment, mm, he'll definitely stay. I think he's got. Some definitely got something to work with. Do you think he's he's playing a bit too deep? Do you think that might be the problem? I'd, I'd, send, like... I'd, I'd send him back. Only Would you because, really? Only because I just don't think if the rumours are true that Brentwood told us he has to play in the defensive midfield role. Brentwood or Brentford? Brentford, I said. Didn't okay. I? No, you said Brentwood. Yeah, that's yeah because the guy because you're does, from Brentwood. Yeah. The guy who does the Brentford loans is from Brentwood. That's why. Oh, but, that's uh, it. Okay. But the, yeah, I'd send him back to Brentford because of. Uh, yeah, there's rumours going around that we got told he has to play defensive midfield. Okay. They want, that's the position they want him to play going forward and that's the where he's going to play when he goes back to Brentford B and pushes on to Brentford. But I, I, he ain't a defensive midfielder for me. I'd rather have, as I said, Towler in there, Woodyard in there, Marsh in there. Uh, I just think he's best getting the ball and driving at people. I do as well. I'd have, and I, I don't, I don't yeah. think he does that enough because I think he's a bit too deep. Yeah. And I think he's kind of got the balance in that between he can play that quarterback role, get it, ding it, ding it, ping it, ping it. But I feel like I've always enjoyed when he gets going, right, I'm going to run at you. He has got this habit that when he loses the ball of being almost like surrendering. Yeah, so he always just goes and takes the player yeah. out. It's like, no, no, no. Yeah, like, yeah, like on Tuesday, <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. But, but done it I, I definitely would keep him. The reason being is I don't feel like um, in January there's going to... I don't... And again, it's that classic example, do you or don't you? You know, we don't know if there's not better players, but I feel like he is... I, I, I don't know if... I think we'd struggle to get a, a more... Um, I think we could a, get a better a player player. with mm, okay. Well, I like, think we, we could have... we could get a player we could play more attacking in. Uh, I don't think we need it. Okay, no, that's fair. I, I mean, I, I would keep him though, definitely. Uh, um, NYC. 
oh, 100% keep. If he stays fit, he's brilliant and he's got goals. He'll, he knows where the goal is. I think he would have been our top scorer this year if he'd been fit and he still might be, to be fair. I think. 100%. I think, I think we'll keep him. As I said, my main concern is we feel like I feel like we've stumbled across a formation and a style of play that suits the group that we've got at the moment. And as we get more and more people back, I, I'm worried about that. No, I'm not because I think he can fit into positions. That I think he also can play on the left. So it gives Assal uh, competition. Uh, I think he can play on the, in the Chiswick right. And I also think he could play just behind Davison. So, but yeah, and he, he is good. And if we need to change formation, then we've got someone that can come in and play with Davison. And the potential for them two up front is brilliant. So I'd have, yeah, that's good. But uh, next one. Huddling, uh, I think he's going back in January anyway. Yeah, I think that. Hasn't really worked out for him, uh, really. I quite like him, I think, but I just feel like he's a bit of a lover. He's like the... They've got a basketball player, have you heard of him, called Taco Fall? I don't know if you've heard of him yet. He's basically one of the tallest guys to play in the NFL. He's about eight foot. He's, he's ridiculous. He plays for Boston Celtics last time I, I saw, but he's cult, cult status because he's just, he's just an absolute monster. And I feel like he had the potential to do it. He just looks a little bit... Ungainly for me, it looks it looks a little bit weak, but if I'm honest, I genuinely don't feel like he's he's been given a good enough chance on on a match day. I did the only problem with I've got he got injured, so he yeah. had to go back up to Huddersfield. Everyone thought he'd gone then. Uh, yeah, I just he, he for me we don't play to his strengths, or we're not going to play to his strengths. We play now we've just, like you said stumbled on that formation, Davison with the two wingers. I don't think he gets in above Davison at all, so. He ain't going to start games at the moment. Uh, we'll come on to Zach in a minute. But yeah, if Zach's coming back, then I don't see the point of huddling. And again, as I said, I'd send Paris and huddling back because yeah. I think we could possibly get better loans in because what, we've only got three at the moment loans. You allowed we've, got five. Four, we've got four in overall. Yeah. Um, I think we're allowed... Five. Well, you're allowed as many as you want, but I only five. six, I think. We're, I think you're allowed as, lo- as many loans as you want, but only five can be used in the match day squad. So... Okay. Yeah, uh, is that Robinson? Yes. Bring, yeah, I'm bringing back straight away and change. It says sorry. It says the new loans. It says um, eight players loaned out and eight loaned in during a season. That number will go down to seven from July 2023 and we'll reduce again to six. So at the moment it is eight. Yeah. But that means, um, yeah, an interesting yeah. player. Premier League clubs may not register more than two players on loan at any one time. Yeah. So. Interesting. We, we, right. yeah, send, send, send them back. And I said, Zach Robinson, said, I'll have him back in January. He, he's doing all right up in... I don't think he's setting the world like, like people think he is. He's not me, starting mate, every game. There's something not quite adding up to me. And I, the, I'm, a bit, I'm a bit confused. Um, and that's why I'm a bit... I'm, I'm not sure on this one. And I, I would like him to come back because I feel like he'll do well. I just cannot understand why you'd sign the lad who wasn't particularly keen to sign a deal, you sign him on a deal and then you send him away to Scotland for the year. That, that, it don't work out well, for me. There's the something thing, going on here. The thing I don't like about it is he's not starting every game up in Scotland either. So the other day he came off the bench, uh, he got taken off, he, he's playing 60 minutes here, 60 minutes there. He's, if he was starting every game and banging goals in left, right and centre, I can kind of see the for all. I mean, but I, I, to I, be honest, I do it could be another unpopular opinion, Lee, you know. We, haven't, we haven't got... Anyone else on the bench that you think Bartley unfortunately is alone? Yeah, I think he's one who's got to go actually. Yeah, Bartley goes out on loan, and then you've got Robinson on the bench to come on and offer some pace and get in behind some power, score a goal. I love Jack Robinson. I think if he plays every game, he'll score goals for us. But 
the only problem is he ain't done it in Scotland and championship level is probably our level similar to us. Yeah. yeah. I mean, so... I, I mean, I feel like he's gone and he, he, what the desired effect was him to go and play. I don't think he was the savior of us last year. I don't think he's the reason why we'd go out this year. Um, I don't know, but yeah, I think I think I I would I would bring him back because we need another option and we need another player. Um, but ultimately, let's be honest, he'll come out and hardly will go back and we'll be the same numbers. Um, and last one, Cosgrave. He's getting nowhere near our first team ever, unfortunately. I, obviously, I live in South End, so he's on loan. He's only just got back into their squad after having about a month or two out. Not injured, okay. just not in the squad. Wow. Uh, they've, they've got a few injury problems. They're doing all right at South End now. They've turned it around. But he doesn't He doesn't play, Danny. He, he, he gets on for 30 minutes, 20 minutes here and there. So he's not... He needs if he comes back, he'll go on loan to a conference south team. Yeah. And we're looking at players who can play League Two, League One. Do you know what I mean, mean? Yeah. I mean, all the other young guys, wherever they are, they can stay. I'll just be interested on I think Bendel needs a loan. Yep, agreed. I think Bartley needs a loan. Agreed. I think what level be... do you put Bartley in? Where does he go? Ryman Prem, Conference South. I think he's got to go Conference South. If he's got aspirations to play. If he's been in and around the first team squad now, been on the bench, I feel like he's got to really go for um, the Conference South. Kwaku, Fringpong, keep him for the rest of the year for experience, or do you give him more minutes? I'd send him on loan as well, to be fair, because I don't get where he gets in. At the I'd, be, I'd be tempted to actually keep him bizarrely. I think Bendel should go, and I think I'd keep Frimpong and then I'd swap him the next see, year. See, I'm looking at the Conference South table. Like Bartley could go to a Hampton. Do you know what I mean? He could go to Tumbridge Angels. They're Hampton are like 17th in that league. Dulwich Hamlet are 19th. Do you know what I mean? Send him on loan to someone like that in the conference. Who's bottom of that? Are, um, Weymouth. Oh, Weymouth, yeah. Weymouth, uh, I feel yeah. like he could do definitely Bartley. I think and this is the problem with a lot of these young lads. And someone like Bartley is an example. Since he's turned pro, he's had very few minutes. Mm. And I feel like these guys, that first season, go out and play. I don't care where you're playing, play. Play adult football, get beaten up, get bruised about, you know, roll your sleeves up. You can still train full time at the club, go and play. So I think Bartley goes on loan. I think Bendel goes on loan. I, I Frimpong, again, it's all about squad numbers, but I, I'd probably keep him about and I'd probably, I might do, I might do Bartley a month here or on a, on a month by month basis. Because um, you're saying Corinthian Casuals. We've got to remember Corinthian Casuals are in the Rhyme and Prim. And they're bottom. And they're bottom. Right, so they're not doing real. So, should we really be sending some of our players well, is, with, though, with potential? It's just minutes down to and that again, level. But you say that, but it didn't do Radoni any harm, it didn't do Bendel any harm. We've just got to get players' minutes physically running, no, I get it, playing, like, bloking, smashing. Same Biller, maybe send him to Quint for casuals because he needs minutes. Do you know yeah. I mean? he needs minutes. He needs to be playing games because he's not ready yet to play. I've got, he's not getting in above Gunter or Isaac at the moment. So get him out there, get him some minutes. People like Bartley, who are professional footballers now, who have been around the first team squad in League Two, need to be going to the Conference South at least. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think that's fair. Football, so, but yeah, that's it then, isn't it? <coughs> so I think, yeah, Cosgrave. I don't think he. I think he he, he gets released at the end of the season. Uh, I'd agree with that. And I don't think he he'll, he'll go back to a Kingstonian or something like that. Unfortunately, no, I, th- I think he'll, he'll go back to where he was. And fair play, he, he, they had a look at him. He worked hard. He got a chance. He's had a he'll do a Roscoe, have a couple of years. That's well done to you. Back you go. Yep, no, I agree. Agree. Right. Well, when we come back, we'll discuss Salford and Weymouth.
The Wombles had a dream podcast by the fans for the fans. We're back and we're just going to quickly go through because we've been waffling on quite a bit tonight. We're going to go on about the uh, Salford game and quickly uh, preview the Weymouth game on Tuesday. So Salford uh, away, Dan. You going up there? You know what I was until this morning? Unfortunately, Bubby and Mrs. Baker, I've not been particularly good this week. They are sick as a dog. So unfortunately, I'm going to be... I'm going to be a family man this weekend and I'm going to look after my wife and look after my, my little girl and our cat because she's obviously lonely. So I'll have to try and find a way if I can watch it. But no, it was annoying because I've, I've set myself a target by the age of 50 to do the 92. <clears throat> so I was like, well, right. you've got a couple of years left now. I only, I only got the one year left. <laughs> um, so I'm looking at like ways in which I can do it. So no, not going. Which is, an, and again, it's one of the few ones where I thought, actually, this could be quite good for us. This could be the one that we do well. Look, I think, I think we've got a lot to look forward to up there. I think it's a good res- I think it's a good place for us to play. It'll be a nice test. It's nice to get the win under the belt. And I would take a draw now to keep the momentum. Yeah, I, I wanted to go, Salford, because, again, I want to tick off the ground. Never been there. No. Unfortunately, the train tickets, Avanti Coast didn't put their train tickets out to right late. Uh, I know some people picked up train tickets for like 40 quid, but when I was looking for me and the boy, it was coming up to about 80 quid. So by the time oh, I've got to London and stuff and gone up there, it's going to probably cost me about 100 quid to get in. So I'm looking, so at, I'm looking at about 150, 200 pound a day, which close to Christmas and stuff. I just, and I, I'd rather it. work in the morning. I do go out at five in the morning, finish at midday and yeah, try and watch it somewhere or, you know what I mean? And, or, listen to it on uh, Radio Manchester or something but yeah I just couldn't afford it which I'm gutted about but I think we'll do alright I think if we can we've got to play with the same the thing is the team now have put that performance against Orient on we know they can do it so they've got to do it every week now they've got they've got to show that we've got players we have we were saying a little like Bendor and place like that if they want to stay they want to play first team football in League 2 instead of going out alone they need to go right I want to if I come on I'm going to take my place and do well. Marsh needs to do more as well. So, do you know what I mean? To push it, to get back into the squad. So the 11 that we've got, I wouldn't change it about. Are you changing anything for Saturday? I'm, I'm not. I'm just, like I said, I'm naturally a little bit, I'm a little bit concerned um, regard, regarding Davison playing too many minutes, but I'm not changing anything. I'm going to keep it exactly as we are. I don't think there's many, much room for, for, for change. And I think we just go, I just hope that we stay positive, we stay direct, but you know it's Wimbledon. Is we're inconsistent. That's been our season. So I, I I'm going to say a one-one. I think I think it'll be yeah, a, think... it'll be a LBA. What I would call a, a. I don't see it being a particularly exciting game. So I think it'd be quite a you know a dullish one-one where I think we might we might maybe we'll take the lead. Asal's been mm-hmm. good, so I might say him again. And then I think we might concede. It might be a bit lively at the end, but I think we'll walk away 1-1 thinking we're, that's another game. We're playing, we're playing Salford. What did I say? You said Dulwich. Did I say Dulwich? No, you said dull-ish, but it sounded like Dulwich. Dulwich. Oh, it's just a st- 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 stupid accent. 1-1. Uh, uh, I'm going Desmond. 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 2-2. I think, I think their goals there. I think Salford are pretty similar. They're very inconsistent as well. Sometimes they can be really good. Sometimes they can't. I think we're taking a few up there, but yeah, I think. I don't know. It's just it's it's mad now because against Orient, I, t- I tipped us to get beat, or I, f- I think I tipped us to draw one all. But 
as I was looking at it, I thought, oh, after Weymouth, I thought we'd get beat 3-0, especially yeah. in the first 15 minutes. And the thing about Wimbledon, you never know. But hopefully we're uh, doing things right on the training pitch. Johnny's changed it about a bit, which I'm kind of respect and getting there with him. So, yeah, hopefully we'll go to him perform. And then Tuesday night, we've got Weymouth in the cup replay. And we've got to tear them apart, haven't we, really? Well, I mean, I'd, I'd like to tear them apart. And I think at home, if, if you're not beating Weymouth over two legs, over two opportunities, then there's an issue. I think that will be a tight first half. And then the second half, I think we'll we'll find an opening, we'll find a way. And I I, I, I envisage a 2-0 a relatively comfortable game, not over the top, a KG first half, we'll get one goal and then we'll get a second. No. <clears throat> 5-0 Wimbledon Tuesday. Kids. Oh, Jesus. You know, one thing we forgot to say, oh, I forgot to say earlier about when we played Weymouth in the cup, first leg, uh, well, first round, sorry, well, what's it, not first Great leg. Great pies? No, no. The, with their goalkeeper, right, Zaki, used to be at us, right? Yes, he did. We know he's a midget, right? Yes, we, we know. He's small. We do know that. But why did no one tell us to put crosses in? Batter the crosses. We know he can't come for crosses because he didn't when he was with us. Yeah. So, I mean, with the conditions that you were playing in, we didn't we didn't put any test on him at all. It's because crosses. I've listened to you talking about short corners. That's the problem. That's <laughs> you are exactly the problem, mate. We spoke problem. about it earlier. You're giving us away. And now what happens is we play Mickey Mouse short corners rather than getting it into the box with a, with a bloke on work experience in goal. We're going to smash him. 5 nil. See you later. 3 nil half time. Everyone's happy. Everyone's happy. Eating their my pies. Bosh, 5-0, Chessfield, you're next. See you later. How can I argue with that? Nice. But yeah, I'll take a draw Saturday. Draw Saturday, keep the momentum, beat Weymouth, which is what we should. And then I think it'll be a pivotal game. I think it's going to become a really big game. will be the Tranmere away game. They're good at home. Mm. Biggest sort of team. Where are we at? If we draw against Salford and we lose against Weymouth, uh, sorry, draw against Salford, beat Weymouth, you can kind of then go, right, if we lose against Tramia, we've just, you know what I mean? We've been we'll take, a good we can relatively take the hit, but yeah. I feel like if we play well against Salford and we play well against Tramia, I feel like we've kind of found a little bit of where we're at. Whereas the last Weymouth game, we kind of, we were woeful, like absolutely, like barely functioning. Whereas I think if we can turn the corner with Salford playing well, Weymouth getting a bit of performance. I think we can stay. We're on a really good run here. And uh, long long may that continue. I agree, Dan. And I think at the moment, the, the potential's there to uh, push up the league table and get in the second round of the FA Cup. So, I cannot yeah. believe I've mentioned I, the word potential and you're ribbing me for it. I think, we, absolutely know, I think we know what the name of this uh, episode will be called. But, yeah. Well, the potential to be a potential. <laughs> Don't like the word. But, yeah. Fair play to you, Dan. Anyway, Dan, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting to you again about all things. I've had had an absolutely adequate time. Uh, And I'd like to give a shout out to our sponsors, Season Master, uh, and you can catch them at seasonmaster.com, secondary glazing and bifold. And uh, yeah, great, great family business, sponsor the club. It could potentially be in your house before Christmas. (laughs) Yeah, well, we don't want to say that in case they can't. Well, they have, that's, that's why the, the word potential was used. It, Expect- it's exactly its form. Expectations. Potential. Yeah. Right. Been a pleasure, Dan. Come on, you dance. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Wombles Had a Dream podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Wombles Dream and on Facebook at the Wombles Had a Dream. Get involved. By the fans, for the fans.
Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.